I really do mean it when I say your eyebrows look phenomenal. Get close to the mic, bitch. And we're live. And we're live. I thought I was going to burp, but... <laughs> Pencils it, down. It stayed in my chest. I'm okay. Oh, my God. Emma looked like she was, like, finishing up her SATs and was, like, looking for the proctor to, like, swat it out of her hand. Well, I do have a notebook in my hand, actually. Oh, oh. with your notes? With my notes. So studious um, of you. I know. I got to pull mine up on my phone. Ooh. Because we're talking about something very near and dear to my heart today. <laughs> we are. <laughs> Terrible Christmas movies, <sighs> but not just any terrible Christmas movies. T- terrible TV Christmas movies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, I was like Cable Hallmark TV Christmas movies. Yeah, okay. uh, a la Hallmark, a la Lifetime Channel. Mm-hmm. This is kicking Although, off our uh, holiday season here on Embrace the Basic. Can you put some jingle bells in in post? Yeah, I can do it with my mouth. Okay. Do it. All right. That sounded like a quarter a falling down a drain. Uh, no, it was jingle bells. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so, like, if you could throw that in post, that'd be dope. <laughs> Welcome back to Embrace the Basic. I'm Danielle. I'm Kate, not Katie. I'm Emma. And we are Embrace the Basic, a podcast dedicated to all things basic and why we love them, and sometimes love to hate them, but mostly love them. The spectrum. The spectrum. Yeah, it varies. It depends on the day. Um, how have you guys been? Huh. Apparently, it's December eighth. Yeah, I. I don't love that. Did you get your freaking debit card sorted out? Yes. Yes, oh I God. did. I got my new debit card. The number is. Getting. <laughs> 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 Um, I'm good. I got uh, new hair. So you did very exciting. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. I'm really just this is this time of year. You know, it's it's wholesome and and cozy, and it makes me real. You know, remember how single I am. <laughs> so I like to invest in myself and date myself this month. <laughs> um, so this is me uh, getting a little glow up for myself. <laughs> so the brows are done. I got my hair balayaged. It's just, you know, why not? The little things. The little things. It's important. Wow. Um, what did I do for myself? Oh, I got my Christmas tree and she QAF. Yes, that's a pick. I'll do it right now. Yeah. That's why I didn't jump right on the computer was one, I was eating tiki masala. And two Oh, I love tiki masala. Oh, tiki masala. <laughs> They call it tiki masala. What is it? Tiki masala. What did I say? Tiki masala. I well, thought it was tiki too. I thought she was being cute. It's not, not tiki, tiki masala? masala. Why do I think it's tiki masala? I don't know. I think it is. Can mm-hmm. one of you Google it? Intern. Yeah. I was just thinking we need an intern, you guys. I was actually going to start with that. We need an intern that goes to each of our houses and like does our laundry and just yes. like, does our research and tells us how great we look and how funny we are. We need an intern. Oh my god, I love this. Did we just um, have Eric start doing this as his title since he's kind he of. He said, 
He said he wants to be more behind the scenes. Uh, I, he's I way behind, behind the scenes. Yeah, so behind, be the behind the scenes. We don't pay them, so that's <laughs> behind the scenes. Um, I guess uh, if how do we get certified to like give them college credit? Who wants to do Ooh, my laundry? This is a really good. This is a good angle. Yeah. Do you want to be in media? <laughs> Emerson students were looking at you. Communication majors, hit us up. All right, I'm gonna send you a picture of my Christmas tree. It's it's really cute. Are you guys ready? Um, we can even post no, it. No, because my phone is plugged in somewhere else, and I'm not getting up to go look for it. That's. I mean, I'm ready. I'm gonna see it. Okay. Um, we'll put it on the Instagram. Oh, we forgot to put Emma's deconstructed apple pie. <laughs> yeah, we've been pretty lacking on our Instagram. Ugh, well, all right, get, all right. We know. Constructed apple pie. Well, well I run it. the Twitter, and I don't think we have one post. On Twitter. <laughs> What's your first tweet going to be? You got to make it good 100% now. I don't 100% understand how Twitter works. Emma, all you do is look at tweets. I know, I look at them. <laughs> I'll post them. It's a lot of pressure. Right. That is a lot of pressure. Thank you, Kate. <laughs> All right, I'm sending you guys a picture of my Christmas tree. Doink. The listeners right. are gonna love this. Yeah. You sending a text. To Me us. sending a text. Um, we should tell our listeners that we decided because we were talking about like cozy, cute. Um, oh, I got like- a text. Hold on, I gotta go find my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's so cute. Thanks. It's She's so petite. Cute. I love her. Thanks. Sorry, what were you saying about being cozy? Um, that that was why. Come here, come sit with me. Um, that was why I'm talking to the intern. Um, <laughs> the intern. That was why we're wearing our pajamas. Was because we were doing like Crimbus PJ party. Oh, that's by the way. Holiday pose real quick so that I can actually get a picture of a screenshot of us this time without struggling. Mine is has words I didn't realize they would be mirrored, but whatever. It's not mirrored on mine. All right, oh, ready okay. and pose. Sorry, Eric. That's funny. good. That's funny. Hey, do you want to be our intern? Eric, be our intern. Oh, Real time job interview, guys. <gasps> here. He said he didn't want to be on it, but I really wanted him to say his opinions. He just left. Oh. He just said, are we can't walk away from us, dad? (laughs) Are we not wearing our pajamas every time we record? Because I am. Yeah, Eric, you're interrupting me. I need a light on the door. The pink (laughs) headphones are over there and they don't have nubbies on them. Listeners, I'm sorry. I think this means Eric can't be our intern. Yeah, his job interview is not going well. No, he's tanking it. So we still have openings, people. Let us mm-hmm. know. Yeah. You know That's who would be a bar. great intern? Danielle is Dave from work. Dave. How is Dave? I miss Dave. I'm sure he's great. I haven't talked to him. But I don't think he really listens great. to the podcast, but he said he would. But he I has listened to it. I know he has. Aw, Dave, are you up. listening? I'll hit him up. He likes our stuff. Dave, we miss you. Emma, you would miss Dave if you knew him. Oh, Dave's awesome. Okay. Dave's the best. Dave. I trust you. Um. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I am generally wearing my pajamas every time. We oh yeah, put. no. These pajamas, are my like, like these are my ones. these are my special holiday 2020 pajamas. They're Nordic themed. Mm-hmm. For anyone who is following Shocking. along, you understand. My, um, I'm uh, sorry. I don't know if this is again too graphic for the pod, 
But I'd like to know where you got your statistic about Norwegian men and their affinity for. Um, oh, how they like to eat women out more than American men. Yes. I, I'm curious okay. as to where yeah. you got this information. I can't tell you precisely like where I saw it, but there is like, there is people or like us, there has been statistics out there that have the more likelihood of a European man going down on a woman than American men. I don't oh. know where it was, but I do know that this is something I've held on to. Hmm. Let me tell you. Look at him. <laughs> Let me tell you. I do math in my head. This hmm. is one of the reasons I want to move to Norway now. All the men there are tall. Every single one. No one is below 6'1". No one. You don't got to move to Norway to get this. Numbers? No, I do. Because I can't get anyone at 6 because all these 5'2 bitches are dating everyone above 6'2". I'm 5'3 and I resent yeah, that's that. That's really annoying. Heavily. The, the shorter women should really reserve the tall men for the taller Thank women. Thank you, Emma. It's kind Thank of not you. fair. It's not you want me to fair. just go and do this? No, I Listen. mean, it's, it's done is done, Kate. But... <laughs> Seven years, baby. You, like, here's the thing, Kate, because like, if you met a nice like five nine man, life would be just no- normal, yeah. normal no, for I, you. No, it wouldn't, because I've already experienced life in the six four lane. So you've been privileged, is what you're telling us. Is what you <laughs> say yes, is that you're privileged, okay? And short privilege. Oh, I can't ever reach anything in the grocery store. There's no such thing as short privilege. I disagree. Well, just to disagree on this one. This is another reason why, though, Norwegian men, they just are, they're bigger. I need that. They like to go down apparently more. I need and that. I will move to Norway with you. Emma, great. I housing is really cheap where it's cold and dark all the time, too. It's a little expensive in Norway, I won't lie, but I think they're, near the Arctic they, circle. their salaries true. are way higher. And their salaries are as big as their Norwegian dicks. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it says on the sign entering right, Norway. Welcome to our Norway. salaries are as big as their dicks. <laughs> Speaking of Norway, guys, I finished Scum. It was oh so good. God. Everyone needs to watch that show. Yeah, I, I wonder how much their like viewership went up from Danielle just talking it up on our podcast that only nine people listen to. <laughs> guys i cried on the last episode it was so beautiful it was it was perfect actually i should i think i took a picture of it (laughs) i can't laugh because i've cried at the end of anime series so yeah i believe that yeah you get connected with characters and you watch them go through so much and it's just so beautiful anyway um what are we drinking what are we talking about today uh what are we drinking yeah what are we drinking seltzer seltzer aunt bought strawberry lemonade powerade mm. for my sick grand aunt whatever she is um but i've been drinking that um emma what clearly she Fine needs now <laughs> you do she feels better now <laughs> it's strawberry lemonade kate she's fine just she's fine it's um, i'm not drinking all of it just one bottle yeah like eight bottles <laughs> but i was drinking that and not yeah. the one that she put her mouth on the mm. new bottle yeah i hate that one that one's mine <laughs> uh what are our other segments ladies uh we got you need to not and can't even with mm-hmm. anyone have one to my aunt you need to not <laughs> so you know how i spoke of the bouillon cube in the cup yes, in the so hot familiar. cup of water 
that her mother had just drank. Mm -hmm. When I brought this up to my aunt and uncle, they were not as horrified as I were. First of all, they were like, that's normal. That's like drinking chicken broth. Just trick. Yeah, I don't like, do that either, though. What is wrong with you people? Like, <laughs> ew. What? I'm, I felt like I was, go I was going crazy. And then we were all having some tea. My uncle made delicious hot toddies for us, which is. Um, That's what I wish I was drinking. Tea, um, cinnamon sticks and like a little slice of lemon. I watched my aunt take the slice of lemon out and just eat it. Eric does that. My mom does that. My mom Eric will just eat lemons. Then she proceeded to eat the cinnamon stick. <laughs> and my cousin, her daughter and I were staring at her the whole time. Just like taking it back. Like, what are you doing? That sounds like a Tosh.0 challenge. Like, she I was just going to say, she needs to like start like filming these as videos. She's going to go viral. No one asked her to eat this as a challenge. It wasn't for ASL or whatever that ice bucket thing was for. She just <laughs> ate the cinnamon. It wasn't like, well, I got, you know, cinnamon sticks are so rare. We have to save her every last. I'm where we were like, what? And my cousin looked it up and was like, Okay, because we were like, is that even edible? And yeah, I was going to say, can you eat, eat them? that? And so we looked it up, and it is technically edible. It's as edible as if you just chew and eat a piece of bark from a tree, which is what I'm guessing it also tastes like. So <laughs> Spicy bark. Mm. And even with, or you need to not eat. Uh, both of us. I, I think that qualifies as both. Yeah. In front of me. Um, Whew, I have one. Uh, my can't even with is to Olivia Jade's red table talk interview that she gave. Um, who? Why do uh, I know that? Olivia Jade. She's um, uh, Lori Metcalf's daughter. Oh, these names. Lori. Um, Lori Lachlan's daughter. Lori Lachlan's daughter. Okay. Oh. The college admissions. Oh. Yeah. So she, she, I don't really care about what she has to say. Back like with her parents getting caught. Mm hmm. It, bribing university so she could be admitted so she gave an interview um so this interview is done by uh jada, jada. smith her mom and her daughter so just these three generations of women that do these interviews and she came on and spoke with them and <laughs> jada handed her her ass it was incredible okay, just like okay like it's just like the most like extreme example of like what privilege is and like how like mind washed you are when you have a life like that and and things are done and the and freaking olivia like i mean i don't know to an extent it's not her fault it was her parents who did it but mm. she said in the interview that she claimed she didn't realize that what her parents were doing was actually a problem and it was so like she knew i thought she didn't know that I couldn't tell from the interview she was saying this like after the fact like she realized like oh I didn't realize this was even an issue like but it's like you're what? so far removed from reality because you're that yeah like it's just There's it was no a way. wild interview There's and no Jada way. Jada just oh like ripped her a new one <laughs> it was That's incredible awesome. um and you know they were talking about like in a you know the times that we're in and like seeing the amount of inequity in the world the injustice that we are experiencing and and that this is something that in comparison is just so minuscule to that and it's like it was it was it was very empowering to watch but oh I can't even with it it was it was a good interview I highly recommend it 
Kate, do you have one you'd like um, to share? None that I would like to air publicly on the podcast, but I All did. Right. I believe I shared it with you prior to hitting yes. record. Yes. That's yes. It was good. Got it. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I can't wait. To, I'm sorry. I'm just really excited to talk about what we're going to talk about today. Before we do that, Emma. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Will you accept this recap? I would love nothing more. Yes, thank you. We thank have you. a lot to talk about because we didn't talk about it last episode. Start us off. Uh, well, should we begin with the the, the most uh, interesting uh, conversation about race on The Bachelorette? Oh my god, that was I, so. I was like, what am I watching? It, it was The Bachelorette. It, it didn't feel like The Bachelorette. Like I was like, where am I? This is. I love that they did. It was that. wonderful. Was so yeah. very powerful. That it was, um, the guy that she was on that date with, Ivan, the chess player, Eric was like, "This guy's a sleeper." Nobody <laughs> thought he had. Nobody thought he had the game. Nobody. And then he is just so lovely, but like so shy, but like also very lovely. I I kind of think I was I I was thinking he's like top contender for her. Yeah, I think she. He was a strawberry guy, right? That blindfolded her. Yeah. Yeah, I thought like they had chemistry there. Is he the most interesting guy? No. I think he's the most sincere. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, but yeah, uh, that was really wild to start the episode. They said George Floyd's name, which was just, it just, it just seemed like almost like a time warp. I like always like, oh, back to like. Yeah, even the, the old fucking white ladies watching this can't ignore it right now. Uh-huh. Oh, I know. Also, the way they've been talking about like mental health and the prison system and stuff recently, I'm like, going in a pretty good direction oh yeah i like the like way the tone has shifted from yeah. like when they used to talk about like addiction and mental health it was like this terrible dark past stuff or whatever but now it's more like it's something that i live with and mm-hmm. you know i'm neither proud nor like ashamed of it it's yeah. just part of me and i was like oh, oh, oh all right bachelorette yeah i think I see you were getting at- woke yeah. <laughs> yes, it's mm. it's refreshing to see because I think for a show which um the premise really never changes, like the purpose of the show stays entirely the same every time. Um that it's being very grounded in in reality is is refreshing. So that happened. What else happened? Noah. <laughs> I wrote things down. Hang on. Noah and Benoit, Benny and the oh, Jets. Benoit. Oh, I Bennett. Still love Benoit. Oh, yeah. Benoit, like, I don't know if he's fully a human. I don't either. Something is off. He was made in a lab. Yeah. Something. Yeah. A lab I would like to visit. <laughs> he looks like handsome Squidward if he was a person. Oh, no, you ruined him. <laughs> that oh, ruined no, him? Na- yeah. Now Not I his can't... personality? Nah, then Whatever. <laughs> um, Not that bad. He's just but- weird. He's super condescending and he's got that beef with Noah who like kind of sucks, but like I also he just like talked down to him so much. Well, yeah, that is annoying. You're right. Still. I like looking at him. Noah? Yeah. No, ew. Um Ugh. Bennett. Benet. Bennett? Oh, Bennett. <laughs> um oh, I was so bummed that Easy went home. I know. But I all right. I liked him a lot, but I don't think she vibed with him yeah i don't i never saw them that i heard about oh no wait what happened i thought there were like allegations against him oh really yeah oh 
Oh my god. I mean, hot takes, hot takes. Maybe uh, that's Googling. Yeah, that's, probably a, that's yeah, hopefully that's not true, but if it is, <laughs> then he's not. Then I redact that. ABC rule the allegation inconclusive. Sad. Um oh, that I like how much music was in this episode. I thought oh. that was fun. It was interesting seeing Zach talk about like his addiction and mm-hmm. like um it's interesting to see Zach talk. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, when any of these men open their mouths, I'm I'm pretty excited to hear. I still don't think I know everyone. Uh, like there are people well, there are people that are in the background. I'm like, who who's always that switching guy? people in that previously I, I don't think we're in any episodes. They yeah, just, they just want to see if we're paying attention. Just trot them out. <laughs> uh, I like how upset she was when Noah was like, uh, some of the guys here think that you gave me a rose just for drama. She and was like, she oh, fuck warmed no. into that room. And they all were like, oh, he looks so beautiful. She's like, stop. And she like read them the riot act and then left. And then they were all like, who talked to her last? It was really, really quiet. That and was then, so awkward. And then it zooms in on Noah's face, and he just goes, me. me. <laughs> it was, like, such a dainty, evil little me. me. <laughs> I thought he was going to piss his pants. Uh, he seemed proud of it, though, at the same time. You can tell he didn't yeah. want to say it, but when he did say it, he was like, me. I did this. Yes. And also, I may have not have watched all of everything. I mainly just read recaps. They're so long. Why are the episodes so long? Two hours. That's like a movie every week. Because they got to get in all those commercials. Yeah. Big big brands pay for that slot. There's like, I'm watching, I'm like, we could cut a lot of this out. Yeah. That's, That's what people are listening to our podcast. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't take us to task. <sighs> All right, what are we talking about today, guys? Oh, it's uh, time for the the main event. Jingle bells and post. We are going uh, knee deep into everyone's favorite part of the holiday season, and that is. Cheesy Christmas holiday cable TV movies. Romantic holiday Christmas. Yes, of course. Why do we even uh, say holiday movies? I've never circa, seen a, a circa Jewish your uh, lifetime true. Hallmark Channel Hallmark um, uh, variety. Mm-hmm. I also think we should include things like Freeform um, because Netflix they has some own, coming like, out now. Yeah. Yep, they have a few. Um, but yeah, basically uh, cable TV holiday romance extravaganza it's a tone you know it when you see it tone it's it's a vibe everyone Mm -hmm. trope you just you know it yeah um so should we should we talk about the ones we watched first or should we talk about kind of like the general genre i say we talk about the ones that we saw first (laughs) do it do it all day and i i need to let it out i'm excited all right, Emma, you want to you want to start us off? Oh, okay, I'll go first. I watched the Christmas classic, Christmas in the Smokies. I don't know what it originally aired on. It aired in 2015. It's now on Netflix. I did not know the Smokies was in Tennessee. 
I thought it was in Northern California. I don't know why I thought this. <laughs> I didn't know it was a thing. <laughs> I knew the Smoky Mountains. I'm like, yeah, that's a thing. California, whatever. Who cares? Uh, I thought not- they were in France. No, I would know if it was in France. Because <laughs> I live there. Yes. Anyway. Christmas and the Snuggies. Let's see. I will just give a quick uh, synopsis of it, I guess. Um, well, we start out with God, I don't even, I mean, so much happens and yet nothing at all. <laughs> uh, that is honestly, if you had to sum up a holiday movie in any of this, it's so much happens, but actually nothing happens. We are on the farm. The farm is going to foreclose. The, in okay. Days. Again, the community center. Oh, another, no. another overarching theme is uh oh, the budget's been cut. Yep, the the farm is going to lose the farm. We've had that farm for 40 years. Now, she, the main character, Shelby, she loves Christmas. Her name's Shelby. Her name's Shelby. I don't know. She goes to the bank. Um, she goes to the bank because she wants to buy more land to expand the farm. And the bank man is like, You owe still a lot of money no and she's like shocked to hear this and he's like in fact since we have a new like owner or something of the the bank or the town line credit we need all of your mortgage like now or we're gonna foreclose on your farm so we need actually now that you're sitting right here we need all the money (laughs) that is exactly what happened now my favorite part is when she's like it's that damn i forget i literally forgot his name when i saw this like tonight there is an oil painting in a gilded frame of the villain, the man that wants to buy the farm to make a tourist trap, in the bank office, just hanging right there. Whoa, he's got him under his thumb. I don't know if this man owns the bank or why there's an oil paint. I don't know, but the music got song. It was like, you know, it was still twang because every music cue had like a nice little country twang, but it was like, yeah, because we were in uh, movie had a heavy Jesus slant, which was surprising to me because usually in these Hallmark movies, I feel like we don't really get into you know religion on Christmas. Please, mm. weird. Mm-mm. Anyway, what happens next? Oh, I wrote it all down. Oh, at one point, the villain he's he's like mad because maybe he's gonna lose. He breaks a candy cane in half, Just like a quick little. I really like that part. That was that was a good part. Um, so the love story is so we got Shelby trying to save the farm, and then we have um high school boyfriend back in town. And we don't know he's high school boyfriend, we just know his ex-boyfriend. He's back in town, he's a famous country music star, but apparently of he doesn't have he enough is. money to give her sixty thousand dollars. Apparently, he's tight on money, yet he's a famous music star. I, I don't I couldn't really wrap my head around that. So this so is has a gambling problem we learn, that we come to find out in the second act. I guess so that she is mad about and she won't talk to him. She hates him. She's hated him. When she was 17, they had been dating since they were 16. He left without a word for six months, like around Christmas when <gasps> they were 17. She is now a 37 year old woman and she is still so angry at this man can't even look at him so scream i am like is this woman a psychopath you are 37 (laughs) years old this happened when you were 17 also in between the time of her being 37 apparently this man's both his parents have died in this time in between 
12 years ago, his dad died. Nine years ago, his mom died. And she still has not forgiven him, even though he's tried to apologize. Sounds like she has abandonment issues. I was, yeah. I don't know why, because both her parents are lovely people. Like, you know. Because he abandoned her. I guess. Barry Corbin from One Tree Hill was in this? Oh, yeah. Yes, he was. He played Whitey on on One Tree Hill. He was the dad, which also confused me at first, because he's like 80. So that means he (laughs) had this woman when he was like, 45 or 50 but i guess not she's 37 and yet still not over 17 year old heartbreak yeah that happened 20 years ago i don't know that that really was confusing she has a best friend who i kept confusing with her for the entire movie yes i'm looking at the cast list right now and at one point i was very confused because we switched to this other blonde woman and i'm like oh why did the main character change outfits into a worse outfit and then she shows up and i'm like yeah there's two of them (laughs) um so that was really scary um all of the actors are acting in a different movie they do yeah. not think no they're on the same movie um who's the, the one guy. i have a question who's the one black man that lives in this town <gasps> the mayor the mayor oh he's a mayor like a black man ice, god ice sort of thing one so it's one one person of color? Actually, i mean like supporting uh there's another black man um that has one line like a sassy line obviously um is a black woman that saves the day by buying all the pies and jams on the farm for her supermarket so that they win back. So another thing that confused me, so they decide they're going to have a Christmas Eve benefit concert to raise money for the farm. Okay. Right. I see that here. There's a photo with the guitar and he's slung over his shoulder. Benefit concert scene lasts approximately 10 seconds. He sings five seconds of a song we see five seconds of a kid getting a bunny and we're done with that scene. And then they're like, Oh my God, we didn't make it. And I'm like, you know why you didn't make it? Cause earlier you just said you were charging $15 a head and it, like about a hundred people live in the town. So that's why you didn't make $60,000 that night. Yeah. I'm going to take a shot in the dark. Uh, and one more thing. Like, well, obviously they get together in the end. They sit in the farm, blah, blah, blah. The guy breaks a candy cane. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it ended very abruptly like they suddenly were just like oh we're done i um, found that mine ended really fast too yeah, i was like whoa we're wrapping things up really quick because i just felt like i was sitting here for eight hours and all of a sudden we're like it's over we yeah. all the loose ends are tied up um but yeah and the, the main characters had no chemistry at mm. all oh my god they had no banter i do not know why other than both being attractive, what they had in common at all. <laughs> Guy was just like a stick with a cowboy hat. I mean. Yeah, I'm looking at him now. It's nothing. He was handsome, but about. he was playing like he was in an episode of Ozark. Like his <laughs> voice was really soft and like intense. And uh, it was very awkward. Why they call that the strong silent type. Strong, it was a strong silent type, but he's in got, like a. He's got a smile of the joker from batman he looked like evil he yeah no he doesn't look, look like, like a charming the lead in a romantic store he didn't movie. take his shirt off once not <gasps> once did he take i know shirt. how i know the smoky mountains you guys when reba is in that kfc commercial and she's like smoky mountain barbecue and she well, sings it it's in Tennessee, and it's not in Northern California like I thought. Or France. That is um, what I have to say about Christmas. What, what do you give for, what's your rating? Yeah. Zero out of five Jingle Bells, guys. <laughs> it was 
I love shitty Chris. I've seen the princess switch like three times. I know. I love those terrible Hallmark. But this one was just nigh unwatchable. It was an hour and 20 minutes. I felt like I was sitting there for eight hours, you guys. <laughs> it was there was a joke made about the family gun cabinet and i was like what is this this is more southern than i bargained for at all because i thought i was going to be in northern california first of all but (laughs) anyway that is christmas in the smoky zero out of five jingle bells i wouldn't even recommend watching it because it's bad it's just not it just was not um okay i i will go next I decided I chose the film A Christmas Wish. Um, originally aired on Lifetime. I believe it was from 2019. Um, due to some red tape, um, i.e., being kicked out of my parents' Xfinity account and oh, like, no. trying to watch it on Hulu. I couldn't find this for a really long time. And then finally I found it on Amazon. Did I have to spend a little bit of money to watch it? Oh, you spent yes. money on yours? Yeah. Oof. 99 cents but still oh, okay That's okay so a christmas wish stars hillary burton of oth fame mm-hmm. i do love hillary burton i love her so much um so i was like i gotta watch this and tyler hilton was the lead who was also in one tree hill and i really liked him in one tree hill and he's a good little southern cutie patootie singer and i was like oh well this is just a match made in heaven um weird mm. super weird so it takes place in this town ah fuck I forget where where I think Louisiana. Co- well, okay. We're, all, we're in the South Louis- again. Yeah. It's like always like her home little town. And you know, she's um got the textbook like quirky job. And her quirky job because she's an arts teacher. And they said arts plural and that just gave that, me a fucking Wait, for twitch. what age? Why is that quirky? Elementary school. Okay. That's like a normal job. So is she like teaching the Renaissance or is she teaching like a proper art class? It's like a it's she's like an art education teacher. Wow. I thought you were going to say she's um, like a Christmas elf or something. No, but she loves Christmas and she loves her job. And like her whole thing is like she does it for the kids. And she's, you know, the opening scene is like her going to buy art supplies out of her own pocket. Oh, then- I'm going to be rude. And can I just add a scene from my movie that I forgot? Oh, sure. My girl Shelby also loves kids and goes to the hospital to talk to the kids. I don't really know why Dude, she, who like, the fuck what is she this brings bitch? to them. I don't really know. Yeah, Berries? she just kind of goes there and sometimes gives them pie, I think, against the wishes of the doctors and nurses. Like, oh, um, this bitch. Yeah, so my <laughs> character also loves kids. And so that, I would think, would is also an overarching theme of, like, they do everything selfless for everyone acts. else. Selfless acts. And then, uh-oh, she gets called into the principal's office and the arts budget's been cut. Oh, no. <laughs> They're going to keep her through the end of the year, but other than that. So what, no art to. teacher. <laughs> no art teacher. Okay. He's like, you're standing in the new computer lab. And we're all like, whoa, oh, Ebenezer. Well, that is important <laughs> to learn computers. They're both important. They're both and important. you should be able to find money yeah. for both. Yes. And that's, that's what true. she was telling him. So her best friend, Tyler Hilton, um, is the school nurse, which like I was like, why didn't they make him the music teacher? He's literally a singer. I don't understand this. And he's I was like, male well, nurse, though. Love that. Male nerd. He's a nurse. Yeah. I like um, it. That's hot. <laughs> and he's like, we're going to do something. We're going to go to the Board of Education Christmas party and we're going to make our case. The Board of Education Christmas party. <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile. That's I've where heard. they want to hear their proposal. Yeah, well. right. Um, so this is basically like a One Tree Hill reunion. Like a ton of people from the show were in it. Like 
mouth was um the sister's boy boyfriend um so i think her name is oh yeah the main character's name is faith mm. gotta have Only it once told me i look like mouth have a, no no one thinks that i've been told to my face are they stupid that I, if i was a boy i would look like mouth that is what they told me well he would make a lovely looking woman so there um <laughs> i don't think you would look like him though no he has like beady little eyes yeah, yeah. no no um okay anyway. so her name is now faith and faith, faith has a sister named maddie and every year they put a wish in the christmas wish box and then santa makes it come true like someone got a pony one year and the parents were like we didn't get this pony um but then like a committee takes over and it's like kind of like a make a wish thing except no one's sick mm. i think they just grant wishes or something um that's shocking and so that her sister who is kind of rude writes that her christmas wish is for faith to get a true love's kiss and then all these people keep like falling in love with her like in a kind of an aggressive disturbing. burning way yeah i know and her sister is so upset so, about her what <laughs> so just let me get this straight yeah this town yeah doesn't have the budget to fund the arts but has a budget to grant christmas <laughs> wishes yeah wait why can't we why can't we throw a coin and, and, and wish what for our You're budget? skipping about eight scenes, okay? Someone thinks of this. Oh, okay. <laughs> you want to know who thought we of it? the movie. One of the students. They were like, if we put yes. it in the wish box, it will come true. So then these little fuckers steal the wish box and they fill it up. It's a whole thing. Anyway, all these men keep falling in love with her left and right. And she's like, oh, I don't know what to do. Oh, I don't know what to do. And then her sister's like, mm-hmm, it's because of my wish. And she's like, what did you do? And then, of course, the fucking token best friend that she never really thought of that way is like proposing his like feelings for her. Is he the is he the nurse? Yeah. And oh, she's okay. like she's like you only think you like me. You don't really like me. He's like, um, uh, I do like you though. And she's like, don't no. tell me how I feel. And then like, there's this one scene where they're like, there's a gingerbread decorating contest between her and her family. So I think that that's something like there's always a dumb family tradition in each movie and it's like a contest and then she loses and she's sour grapes and then i think <laughs> she's they were trying to like about losing a family christmas yeah because she's the artistic christmas. one emma she's the artistic one. Oh, jeez, i know um and like the acting wasn't really there but like she was still playing peyton but like I, it was like a whole thing and then sometimes with the writing there's nothing you can do. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. Bad writing is just bad writing. Like my people in my movie, they were trying. You know? They did what they could. Um, I think they were trying to like poke fun at the like genre of like meat cutes and all this stuff because there was this one character that kept bumping into her and spilling hot chocolate on her. And I was like, why did we have to make this hot chocolate? Because she's getting third degree burns. Ow. And then it- Yes, and then at one point, the, the school male nurse, the male school nurse, whatever you want to call him, I think his name was Wyatt, um, he comes over and he's like, oh, we better get you a cold compress. And I was like, is this supposed to be erotic? Like, <laughs> what is happening? Um, and, yeah, I mean, like, long story short, she, like, tries to undo the Christmas wish, and then she, like, finds out that, like, Wyatt was her wish all along, and it wasn't... I give it like one jingle bell out of five. So wait, do they get the arts back? Um, 
Yes, because they bribe a board of ed member with a sketchbook and some pens. And they said, we heard you used to be an artist. And I guess that is all it takes. What? The board member can't afford his own sketchbook? And but man, I guess he was moved. It was, was a woman. Sorry. Mm. Was, um, you know who it was? It was Deb from Montreal. Of course it was. So wait. Okay. I have a question. All right. I have um, an answer. The wishing well or whatever. It's a box. Yes. The wishing box. Is this a magic box? Mm -hmm. It sounds like magic is involved. Yeah. There's also a witch that kind of looks like um, Paulette from Legally Blonde. It was not her though. You know who? I just. What can I mean? They don't have an art box budget, but they have a magic box. Yeah. I mean, give that to NASA. You're you're making millions. Yeah, the, the town is clearly hiding some secrets. The town yeah. has some secrets, some skeletons. Now, my magic wish box, because you know, there's always kind of like a magic old man or something. Yes. Um, yes. was just Jesus. Oh, it, uh, they yeah, were like, the farm is gonna be okay. And do you know why? And I was like, ooh, magic time. And he was like, and that little baby was born in that manger and i was like oh jesus <laughs> it's, it's um, i'm so sorry i forgot the most important part your cameo was jesus mine was ryan cabrera he was a <laughs> singer ryan at cabrera the party. was your jesus <laughs> that makes sense personally ryan cabrera is my jesus mine was an adult jesus mine was just baby jesus oh um i forget what i was gonna say but the day is saved that way ryan cabrera was in it um, she gets together with him, but like it was dog shit. It and then was, when I okay. told Eric that I paid money for it, he was like, What? And I was like, I had to for the podcast. He was like, How much did you pay? And I was like, fifteen dollars. He was like, Kate, oh, I know. I, I was like, Kate, you did not spend and I was like, No, it was 99 cents. <laughs> he got so mad. I would have been mad. I would have been mad if I paid that much for that. Yeah. Um, but I guess the witch makes her wish come true. She she like you know kisses the fucking friends and then they're like together or whatever so yeah like one jingle bell out of five because i do love hillary burton so i'm gonna give her that and Is i do like seeing music no the decorations no oh, oh the one cringeworthy thing is like i mean emma i'm sure you can relate to this as being a classically trained artist <laughs> yes yes, yes, do, yes. do tell more um all the like like people who don't do art writing about art is the funniest thing to me because <laughs> the dialogue in it was like oh man lucas that cross hatching looks great <laughs> and just like they love i cry they always throw even in the office i noticed yes I feel like the word cross hatching was thrown around yeah when pam's um when they when pam fakes the cc's drawings yes exactly um yeah so it was just like so cringe and like oh bleep it again sorry <laughs> ma our intern Mr. eric jingle bell himself yeah um he will watch any movie start to finish any movie anything Aww. about halfway through he was like um can we like and i was like wow yeah it was that bad oh my god that's how I felt um, about this movie. And I love shitty Christmas movies. I know. And this movie was recommended to me. Oh, By who? Your algorithm? No, the woman that watches Judy during the daytime. Emma. My only friend here. <laughs> um, well, continuing on, I'm going to talk a little bit about my film, which uh, was in a way kind of like looking in a mirror 
I can't spoil it though because I have promised my mom. Oh, I didn't watch that one. Oh, great. Okay, which one did you watch? I yeah, watched what one did you watch? the Lifetime original, Christmas Perfection, two thousand and eighteen. Um, yeah, I'm gonna look it up right now. This movie is perfection. Okay, so basically, um, they really shot themselves in the foot with that title. Yeah. yeah. So Christmas perfection. So our our protagonist's name is Darcy, of and course. Darcy is a child of divorce. So she has oh, a lot of issues. That is trauma. For she has a, a lot Christmas of issues. Um, and. She um, has grown up with one goal in her life, and that is to have the most perfect, idealized Irish Christmas ever. Um, so she's uh, clearly uh, has OCD and a lot of yeah. unresolved trauma and a lot of really <laughs> just like deep rooted um, uh, anxiety. Uh, that was something that was very clear from the start. Um, I'm, I'm absolutely certain she's a Virgo. So anyway, Darcy is trying to like perfect Christmas, perfect the holiday. Her family is separate. Her parents are separated. Yes, Kate? I'm supposed to believe these are two different men. So yes, I'll get there. Okay. Right. So, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So Darcy's a, yeah, like I said, her parents are separated. And again, she keeps trying to like perfect Christmas. So like, you know, she's having people she's giving people instructions on what to bring and what to do but you know as everyone knows around the holidays things are pretty imperfect and everyone's kind of like la-di-da go with the flow kind of people in her life and she is stressed by those kind of people I can relate anyway um so this movie is all about her uh struggle with uh wanting this idealized Christmas and talking to her mom about her her mom was is from Ireland and her, she, so it's really confusing. So basically her mom is an Irish immigrant who came mm-hmm. here, married her dad, who was American. Mm-hmm. So Darcy grew up in America, but has dreamed, has like a vision of, of perfect idealized Irish Christmas that her mom grew up with, but never, she never experienced herself. So mm-hmm. her mom is also saying to her, like, you know, it wasn't all you think it is. Like, it's not this perfect idealized world, but Darcy doesn't believe that. And she's type A. <laughs> So, so basically, um, the entire plot revolves around her, uh, kind of having, um, strains with her family and loved ones because of how much of a pressure she puts on herself to do this. And she has this little Christmas village that this Christmas Irish village that she adores and it's been with her forever. And um, one day she gets a new piece uh, for the village from a magical witch who is in a little Christmas shop. Mm. Um, and the, the witch gives her this uh, little, this little like um, figurine of herself. And there's Ooh. no red flags. This, this is fucking concerning. Terrifying. So Darcy Merry Christmas. her little figurine into the village. And the next day she wakes up in the village. Magically. Oh my gosh. And, in this village, well, I would be like, yeah. in this village, it's Christmas every day. So every day she wakes up, her parents are now together. She lives in the house with her parents. They're together. Her, her dad, her dad, who was American in the beginning of the movie, is now Irish. Wow, that, that would make it perfect. Great role. So her dad is now Irish. Her mom 
is uh, baking homemade waffles for her and telling her that it's Christmas and everything is great and idealized and she is having a fucking ball. So then she goes out into the town and she's like, not alarmed, not concerned, so happy, happy as a clam to be in her Irish village um, at Christmas with her idealized brain tumor. (laughs) (laughs) and then she meets tom now tom is also a guy from her real life it's her boss oh i thought of you kate she makes uh greeting cards for a living oh that's quirky so her and tom again tom is from real life he is also american in real life but in the village he's irish and it's you know what though danielle in my perfect christmas world everyone would have an irish accent Oh, so we'll, I get it. we'll get to uh, my critique of the dialect because it was not good right at all. <laughs> so she meets Tom British. and Tom is her boyfriend <laughs> in the village. And he is a, like the perfect guy, like strapping, handsome, uh, just, just Norwegian proclivities in the bedroom. An Irish accent. <laughs> he has a very, very bad Irish accent. Irish but- brogue. He is, he is going in and he, and he takes her on a horse-drawn carriage ride. He gives her a Christmas sweater. They're in love. love. I'm not saying it. You're saying this like it's all bad. So I'm not saying anything wrong here. So now, um, now before she got transported into the Christmas village, her best friend, her childhood best friend, who's been with her from the beginning of her life. And they've had, um, unrequited love for each other, uh, Mm -hmm. since they've met, um, Brandon he got mad at her because she was getting too strung up about Christmas and he had left. But meanwhile, while she got sucked into this village, Brandon felt bad and went to the witch in the town to go get her a gift to get Darcy a Christmas present so that he could say he's sorry. And he knows that he, she loves her village and these figurines. So he goes and he meets the witch and the witch is, the witch is like, here, here's a great piece. It's a figurine of Brandon. He has no alarms. What the fuck? Wait, and he buys this as a gift for the girl that he yelled at? So he's a little figurine of me for your village. So he goes to see Darcy and he finds a house with like, so the house there was like, there was like um, broken, like a broken piece of the village, like was on the ground because Darcy had broken it by accident before. So there's like shattered pieces on the ground. Her phone's on the table with 18 missed calls. So Brandon thinks Darcy's murdered, basically. Yeah, yeah. honestly, that's she's dead. <laughs> yeah. And, and you so, know what? In a way, she is. It's <laughs> and so he puts the figurine down in the village to go try to find Darcy. Well, but where then else we're, we're yeah. transported back to the village and see Darcy having a ball, living her Christmas dreams, where Christmas she... Dreamer. How long has Darcy been in the village? <laughs> I think a day. Oh. So she's... Or maybe two days. So she meets more townspeople. There's another person from real life who now has an Irish accent that didn't have one in real life. I think they're like enemies, but the, but she's the mayor in this town. They go to this choir. The choir, guys. Bad, bad. Was, I was like, how, how, like, we had no vocal coach. Oh, no one. No speaking, one was there that day. Speaking on set. of choir, I have to say another overarching theme. There's always a production, a theater production that oh, yeah. must be done in the 11th oh, yeah. hour. We had one um, of those, a Dickens uh, Christmas Carol. So yeah, they they, have a Christmas benefit. They are singing and the mayor is there. So then Brandon stumbles upon Darcy. I have a theory on why their singing was so bad. They were all trying to sing in an Irish accent. 
and then yeah and it was do it. It, no it one had a good irish accent. <laughs> no the only person it. that had a good irish accent was the mom and i think it's because she was irish irish um so brandon finds darcy and he's like what's going on where are we how did like, we get Christmas here every day and she's like, <laughs> aren't you concerned and she's like not really and he's like oh <laughs> so then but then tom pops in and tom is like i'm her boyfriend or rather he's like i am her boyfriend 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 (laughs) and then brandon is like oh and like there's there's like tension between if i were brandon at this point i would be like you know what i'm gonna look for someone else well here's the thing woman is brandon in a village he can't pursue other options right now Brandon and Darcy are not good for each other. They're very toxic for each other. But um, so Brandon and Tom are like dueling and yeah, they yeah. go on a carriage ride together. And Tom is like, sorry. He's like, sorry, there's only room for two in the carriage. And Brandon's like, fuck no, dude, scooch over. And he like scooches in and Darcy's just like, what's going on? <laughs> and then Brandon and Darcy take a little hike in the woods to like chop down a Christmas tree. And they and then Darcy's just like, <laughs> remember in like freshman year when we went on that hike and like we almost kissed, but didn't. And he's like, I've thought of that every day of my life. Ooh, that. Worrisome. That and is then, worrisome to me. Each other. And then they're People flirting so like, move from reality. They're flirting so hard. They go back to her parents' house in the village because Hot. they're cold. And they're like, ooh, we got to go like get warmed by the fire. So they put the fire on. And then he's like, so they sit on the couch and she's like, oh, I'm going to draw you like I used to do. And he's like, okay. So she gets her pad and paper out. It's all like Titanic. And then he, Brandon is like making his move. He's like taking her leg and putting it on his lap. And then he goes into her hair. And I was like, damn. I was like, all right. Shoot like, his shot in this Christmas village. Yeah. And Darcy's and Darcy is what happens taking in it. Darcy is taking it. She is about to kiss him. Like they're about to kiss. And Tom walks in. And Tom, Tom is like, what the fuck? I'm sorry. Tom comes to her parents' house. So Tom comes to her parents' house and is like, dude, what the fuck? You were but he wasn't concerned about the almost kiss that was clearly happening, or this guy like feeling up his girlfriend. He was concerned that Darcy wasn't there for the carriage ride. Because the same thing happens every day. Oh. So that was like it's a Christmas Groundhog Day. This yeah, is a little like Christmas exactly. Pleasantville. Yeah, so, Pleasantville. Exactly. No, no, that's exactly what it's like. And so Brandon was like, "Sorry, dude, we got we got sidetracked, and like it was a different day today." And so it got a little awkward. Her parents came in and were like, "What's going on?" And her mom's like, "I gotta cook dinner." So then they go, and then basically the whole thing kind of like you know the, the conflict starts to happen, which is Brandon is like, "Why don't?" you want to be with me why would you want to be with this man who's fake like this isn't real darcy none of this is real i'm real and he's making she's really like great points yeah and she's scared and she's like i'm we'll hurt each other because you know she's a child of divorce so she thinks that love is doomed and she loves him the most she really loves him so she's like i can't do it like it's not for us and he's like he does the cheesiest line he's like she's like we're too different we'll drive each other crazy he's like we're two puzzle pieces to fit together you don't want to put two puzzle pieces that are the same together oh, i was like damn brandon i was like girl how are you not kissing this boy oh my god that would so get then me. they get into a fight because this is what they do they fight they just fight all the time and okay, are always well, maybe and this is like right the right thing right that there. they do they like they fight and then they say they're so, like i'm so sorry I'm, I'm so sad i'm so sorry it's toxic but then because they're fighting the portal opens up and brandon is sucked out of the village and he's <gasps> like 
by. And the Darcy's like, oh my God. Him. And then, um, and then it wraps up. She goes, tries to do the Christmas thing and embrace the perfect Christmas. She just wants things to be perfect with perfect Tom and her perfect life. But she soon realizes that perfect isn't all about things being in the right place or uh, idealized. And sometimes it's messy. And she like has that realization. So she. Um, Pops out of the village at the end of the movie, runs to Brandon, which he's just chilling on the couch. Just Brandon's kind of like, "Why is your nose bleeding so <laughs> much?" Did he just leave. He so he apparently he was Brandon, like, "How is your village?" MRI? And just like he goes goes home, and she like runs through, and she's also like in a Christmas dress now, like she won like the Christmas pageant in, in the town, so she's coming in with like a ball gown on, and he's like, "Darcy, I I thought I'd never see you again." I was like, "What, bitch? You, the love of your life is stuck in a." in a magical and village you're just you like, don't want uh, to whatever. get out of there wow and, um so that happened and then they kiss and she's like i love you you are always the one i'm silly to think otherwise and that's the end of the movie holy shit so much how but, many jingle bells how many jingle oh, bells? Uh, one jingle bell out of five oh, i kind of wanted to see it now um it's definitely all right I, you know what? i'm gonna give it i'm gonna give it 2.5 jingle bells Ooh, okay wait, yes. let's change it so we can do jingle bells and then we could say would you recommend the movie okay right. yeah, yeah. So it can be bad and i still, still keep it 2.5 jingle bells because i'll tell i'll say this i what i liked about the movie was that i think it was a really great like allegory for like someone who is dealing with um severe like mental health um struggle <laughs> in, in terms of like like being anxious and 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 coping with things to be perfect and something I struggle with like this is Mm -hmm. like very like relatable to me um her type of her type of uh, control issues that she has and that you can embrace other spot you know other parts and they are just as good and that you you can have less control over things and they're still beautiful so I think that's a really actually really nice message that's true I definitely do struggle with that myself especially around the holidays and being home is because like I feel like I need to uphold all these traditions that have been very important to me and then when Eric asked if he could eat a piece of pie for breakfast on Thanksgiving I think I almost lost my mind but I did let him eat the pie I also feel like it's kind of the opposite of usually it's this girl works too hard and doesn't understand Christmas, but this guy's going to show her how to really live life. But mm-hmm. it's kind of like this girl loves Christmas too much. She yeah. wasn't in reality and, and Brandon was her reality. He's like brought her back to it. So I liked that as like an allegory for the story. I it sounds a little useless if you ask me. Um, They looked so similar. How did you tell them apart? Uh, well, one was doing a really shitty Irish accent, and the other was <laughs> um, the other was not. Uh, I think I think that the I think it's again it's that writing thing. I don't think the writing is very good. I thought well, the robot was. It. I thought she was yeah. decent, you know, for what she had and what the character was. Um, I thought she had pretty great chemistry with the Brandon guy. Although I still don't think their relationship's that healthy. I think they're kind of toxic for each other, but. Sometimes Never. these movies equate fighting with like banter or like yeah. being, like comfortable with each in like with each other enough to fight, but it's really just fighting and it's like you, no. <laughs> um, but I, I can't look past the horrible like I can't even tell you guys horrible 
Irish dialects. That is part of why I want to see this. Oh, yeah. There was was some clog dancing. That was fun. (gasps) Oh, fuck yeah. There were moments. That was pretty good. That that bumps it up. But yeah, I mean, you know, that magical Christmas story that everyone loves to watch. Mm -hmm. I do think that there would be no reason for it to be Irish other than just like Jesus. That does confuse me. Like, like it's not, it was definitely not filmed in Ireland. It was just looked really fun. Just basic. Just something to make it interesting, I guess. Like, I didn't find, like, any, like, Irish, like, true Irish Christmas traditions that, like, I saw as, like, oh, that's, like, clearly an Irish thing. So it was no Luck of the Irish on (laughs) Disney Channel. Uh, uh, Luck of the Irish is. Which is a classic. uh, Yeah. Well, it's a good flawless film. I think that film is flawless. It Um, really is. We'll talk about that another day, but. Yeah, so um, solid movie. I mean, watch it. It's fun. It's a, it's a, you know, I, I think it was okay. What, what else have you really got to do? Yeah, there was another Christmas movie I watched last year, and I literally only watched it because Sam Hewen from Outlander was in it, and I wanted to see him talk without a Scottish brew, um, and with a different haircut. This movie was pretty freaking bad. Uh, and also Lena from Supergirl was in it. It was called A Princess for Christmas. It was a princess every day, bitch. (laughs) That's like another subgenre of like cheesy holiday Christmas movies. There's like holiday royal Christmas movies. Like that's like very Cinderella. There was like actual Cinderella symbolism and tropes, and it was also the movie A Christmas Prince. So I get them a little confused sometimes. Christmas Prince (laughs) from Netflix, which they've made three of right now. Yes. Um. Can we talk a little bit about some of the most commonly seen things in these movies? Because I have a thought. I have a few thoughts. Yes. Very expensive winter coats for like the kind of careers that they have. The the wardrobe is honestly, though, everything I ever want in wintertime fashion. Like I was beautiful pea coats, gorgeous scarves. Christmas in the Smokies. She was wearing these boots that must have been $500. They were beautiful. Not a speck of mud on them. And she runs a farm. Mm. that's why your farm is failing her white puffy vest pristine her levi jeans tailored to fit her flat butt perfectly pristine um (laughs) another thing you always see is as we've talked about with all of our one tree hill uh stars there's always a former tv star in some way whether it's uh lacey chambert or candace cameron or um the entire cast of one tree hill there was like just a former there's just former people from tv fame that are in these movies there Uh, was one girl i just want to shout out in the movie that i liked she was a waitress and she had a really funny bit where she is enamored with the hot guy and he was not playing it correctly at all and i felt really bad for this girl because she was playing this comedy beautifully and he was just sitting there like a Fish. I was like really disappointed for her. So I just want to shout out to this curly haired waitress who I thought killed it. <laughs> um, I also think they always tend to have like um like a Scrooge kind of character, if not someone that just needs to like see the spirit of Christmas. There's like, like a villainish person. Yeah. Or you know, you know what I mean like a person that doesn't like Christmas. Yeah. They they I need to be enlightened. Like yes. No, I there's also just a villain. Uh, the competition or the performance of some kind. Sometimes to the save villain the community is community center type of the, vibe. Yeah, the villain won't be the foil to the entire plot, 
yep. the villain there's but even if it's the situation that's the villain or whatever yeah there will be a like side character that crosses her arms and is blonde and makes like a snooty stomps her boot in the face. snow that just there's, happened to fall there's always like a montage of like packing frantically to get to the airport or yeah get into the car and then snow at just the right moment yeah the decorations in the house are worth hundreds of thousands of dollars of decorations oh mm-hmm. there's always the two um will they won't they leads that end up under the mistletoe and look mm-hmm. up and are just like surrounded by people asking them if they're gonna do it cas cas you're in the mistletoe oh and then i feel like there's always like um holiday related names of these characters Mm. like like chris or nick or holly yeah holly is a good one faith was mine that's good um noelle feel like those are all yep. like kind of in that I'm realm. kind of mad when someone doesn't have a Christmas themed name I know I'm it doesn't like although, where is it although you know I want to talk quickly about um that it's not just Christmas movies that they're doing too because I have seen a couple of Hanukkah related romance you stories have. shut up for real it's on it's on Hallmark and I don't remember the name of it but it's something with Hanukkah and you know who's in it Ben Savage Corey from okay. Boy Meets World. I do love Ben Savage. I want to watch it. It looked like adorable. I was very upset when I thought that he died. Yeah, in, like, he doesn't like die every year. Um, oh, <laughs> didn't know oh, and then we got to talk quickly about because representation is so important because my film had no minorities in it at all, which was awful. But what I was so excited about to see is that Lifetime and Hallmark both have LGBT stories that they're mm-hmm. putting out this year. So we've Mama got yeah, but are very excited to watch the Kristen Stewart one. Hallmark really dragged ass to get to this point because didn't they have like they got in trouble because they pulled a specific I think it was they pulled a engagement commercial or something. Oh yes. Of oh, two women. It Hallmark was a ring pulled commercial. it. It was a ring commercial. Um and it was and, beautiful. And I actually yeah. really love that commercial. That's a bummer. And well, Hallmark um, pulled it, and people were like, "Excuse me." And the then Princess- Hallmark was like, "No, no, 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 no! Sorry, sorry. We'll give you a movie. We'll give you a movie." Yep. Uh, in the Princess Switch switched again. There is a scene of two seconds of people dancing, and it's a man and a man dancing. And I was oh. like, "Oh, that's what, okay. Oh, I'll take um, it." But the the Christmas setup, I think, it is it's on Lifetime. I can't wait to watch it because the guys, the two the two leads who fall in love in the movie, are married in real life. Oh, I, I just think it's happens. adorable. Um, I've been watching Virgin River on Netflix. I scratched the itch that I needed scratched. It's literally just Heart of Dixie, like it's in a different. It's what I wanted from Christmas in the Smokies, pretty much. It's like soapy. Okay, what am I? So in the first, se- in the second season, so she's a nurse. She's hot. You know, she's headstrong. Whatever. Mm-hmm. She gets held up by knife point by like a junkie or whatever, but the hot guy that she loves or is falling in love with or whatever, the hunky guy, he scares the knife guy away um, and hot. she like sprains her ankle, but she had a knife to her throat. And the next day everyone's like, are you okay? She's like, it's fine. It's not a big deal. And she truly means it. And I'm just like, if this had happened to me, I would I'd milk that years of therapy. I mean that is I mean I want traumatizing. I want to I want to be completely honest with myself. I do think just because of how I was um raised to like never be concerned with how you feel, um <laughs> I would probably say the same thing. But on the inside wouldn't you be like 
Yeah, but you deny that. That's all about denial. No, she's fine. Yeah, until I was in therapy, and then I'd be like, oh, I don't even think they're going to bring it up. I I kept waiting for them to bring it up again for her to have, like, a quiet breakdown (laughs) or, like, be afraid to sleep at night on her own or something or, like, be afraid to be in, in the, like, doctor's office where it happened. No, she's good. It was no big deal. I was like, she's got a man that had a dirty knife to her throat. I mean, you know, I've learned that television, you just have to like, especially like, but you know, it's like, um, what's it called? Um, suspension of disbelief. It's It's worth it because I love the outfits. I love the cast. Annette O'Toole is in it. I love her. She's from Smallville. That's how I know her. Wait, yeah. Yeah. With this ass, who, what is, who was she in that? She was, she was the mom oh i know her. okay She's i was like gorgeous name sounded and there's so a really familiar. nice i like there's like an older couple in it they're oh, like in their 60s but they look that. amazing and i'm just like this is nice i like this. to see representation like that this is a cute show um very white yeah very white. you know oh well <laughs> yeah um that one know. is in california northern california Hmm. I like playing the game of is it shot in LA or is it shot in Canada? I've gotten pretty good at it because you oh can. Oh my god, Eric um, loves that game. <laughs> uh, you can usually tell from like architecture wise and like and from what I've become pretty like known to is lighting because in Canada they usually film in Vancouver if it's from the states. Canadian TV films in Toronto, but. If you're in the States, you're in Vancouver. So anyway, um, what I've learned is because it's shot in Vancouver and the lighting sometimes isn't perfect, they artificial light so much that I've gotten to the point now where I see when it's supposed to be like a sunny day. And I'm like, it's not really sunny. It's fake. But if they're in LA, you have this like different tone mm-hmm. of the lighting. I have too much time on my hands. So. I have watched my parents watch suits, which takes place in New York. But it's, but it's definitely it's filmed Canada, in Canada. Yeah. They pause every two minutes to go, that's not New York. That street <laughs> sign is Canada. And oh. like, literally, I'm like, how do you watch the show? How do you get through it if you pause it every five minutes to say what you know about that, how it's shot in Canada? That it was like, like I watched um, The Office for the first time and they were doing the Christmas episode where in the, they're in the parking lot and the snow is coming down. And I'm just like, oh, mm-hmm. there are the Burbank like, Mountains right over there. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> There's a palm tree. <laughs> yeah no you you blatantly see palm trees all the time on the yeah office. eric will That's stop the office and be like palm tree yep yeah i love that game it's a fun game well this make sure you reality. tune in next week when we go over everything uh thank you guys so much for listening uh do you guys have final thoughts sorry i forgot to say that just that i'm gonna be watching a lot more yeah of terrible Christmas yeah movies. i honestly feel like maybe leading in these next couple episodes leading up like if you happen to catch any um we'll put a poll out there we'll put some stuff oh, on instagram for um interact with there's a yeah. podcast how did this get made i think i've mentioned it before yes yes it's a um, phenomenal they podcast. do every year a christmas movie and i think the last few they did was one of them they did was like a hallmark one with um what's her name from sabrina and it's a really funny episode. melissa joan like, hart melissa joan hart Oh, in a, a like I don't know, she kidnaps a guy. Mario Holiday and handcuffs. I've yeah, seen one this of my movie. Movies of okay, all then time. you have to Holiday and handcuffs. I could go on. Please, oh, I love that movie. To the podcast where they dissect this movie, it's hilarious. Um, they it also a do a great movie. one about when Harry met um Megan or whatever. When Megan met Harry, I don't know about Megan. Um, the Prince and the Duchess. The and the Duchess. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, yeah we'll, uh, we'll put some stuff out there for interaction and, and such. Um, yeah, if you guys don't have final thoughts, right? Nope, that was my final thought. Okay. I love Christmas. Oof. I love Christmas. I hate Christmas movies, but I love hating Christmas movies. Beautiful. Um, yeah, awesome, guys. Thank you again so much for listening. Uh, make sure that you are uh, following us on iTunes um, and leaving us uh, a review and rating. Also, make sure you're following us on all of our social media accounts so that you can stay up to date. Uh, and until next time, we will see you soon. Okay, bye. Bye. Twitter. Bye. But not Twitter. She said. <laughs> live. Coming to you live. I really do mean it when I say your eyebrows look phenomenal. Get close to the mic, bitch. <laughs> <laughs>